Blog Talk Radio. Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday. It's January 13th. It's 2021. I'm your host. I'm Travis Bryant. And joining me, ASAP, will be co-host extraordinaire Cameron Hawkins. But in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. This here is an interactive show, so please reach out and interact with us in one or all of these various ways. Uh, If you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about that. First way, get in line. Hit us up on the Constellation lines, and uh, Cam and I will talk to you live uh, tonight. Hit us up at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. if you can't call us live and you still want your voice heard on this show, you can drop us a voicemail. Voicemail line can be reached at 415-787-5229. Voicemail line, once again, is 415-787-5229. Three unadulterated minutes. Ask questions, post comments, yell, rant, rave, whatever you got. The voicemail is there for you. You can always drop us an email, traditional Email. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Drop us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. Hit us up at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Make sure you uh, let us know in the subject or the body of email which segment, VIP or non-VIP, that you want your you want your email read in, please. Uh Got a couple of emails, a couple of VIPs, a couple of non-VIPs for, well, actually a non-VIP from last week that I didn't get to, my bad, Jabron, <clears throat> loyal listener, consistent emailer, and I forgot all about him last week. Uh, but we was up in, we was, we was, we was, we was uh, yeah, there's some stuff going on, so <laughs> I, I think I can forgive myself. Uh, you can always find us on Twitter. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at TravLord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage. Find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash Torch East Coast Cast. Go over, go over there, give us a like. Uh, share us on your timeline. You know how it works. Appreciate that. Please and thanks. Um, so, yeah, so I think uh, all that business is out of the way. Oh, and we're still waiting for Cam. All right. Um, I don't have a particular headline, but. Um, I think 
given the fact that I didn't watch, uh, <laughs> I want to say all of Raw, in parentheses, none. Uh, but SmackDown, I thought, was uh, a really good show. They did that thing where they said, hey, we've been marginalizing and beating Shinsuke Nakamura on TV more times than we did not. Um, you know what's can, what can get a guy over in one show? A, a gauntlet match. And they they broke out the old gauntlet match and let somebody shine. And Shinsuke Nakamura did that. They put a put a nice thing around them. <clears throat> the story, you know, around that whole night in the gauntlet match. Um, and and then didn't have them have them win. So you got them in the wings for post Royal Rumble. Uh, yeah, I think the the thing with Adam Pearce was for. He gets a shot at the Rumble. So the Rumble is the place you do, you know, Bob Holly gets his title shot and things like that. Like it's a, especially these days, especially in the last ten years when there's two championships and two two lower tier champions and two tag teams, uh, two tag team championships. Uh, you certainly don't don't have to have a premier title match in each of the world title matches. And here's where you, you know, you get like story stuff and it'll be emotionally driven and they'll have to do a job of reintroducing Adam Pierce's not his wrestling persona, that he's not a wrestler. The whole point is he's retired and it's a whole it's a setup and yeah, but, uh, but yeah, they've done some, did some good stuff on SmackDown and I was here for it. All right, let's uh, let's Cam. Yeah, what's the deal, man? What's happening? Oh, you know, not not too much. Um, How's everything? Same old, same. Oh, classes start next week, so this is the week that everybody decides they want to go to school. You know, it's the week everybody decides that. Um, there's something they forgot to do two months ago to can prepare they, for can school. They change, can I change something? Advice so, on what classes they should take. Mr. Administrator, can I Mr. Change Admin, my major. Yes. Mr. Advisor, can I change something yeah. real quick right now? Everybody, everybody's, I need to change my major. What? what? <laughs> like you didn't know that when registration opened in October, like you just found this out? Okay. All right. School starts next week. I need to change my major. School starts, yeah. School starts Tuesday, so let's let's get this in. Like, I really need to see somebody before school starts. I don't think you know what need means. Like, I, I think the word need is lost on you. You needed to handle your shit, and you chose not to. So now you want some shit. But, you know, such is life. The game is the game. The game is the game, and the wrestling game is the game. Uh did you see SmackDown? I was just getting uh, Yeah, right. I saw the highlights of SmackDown, so I did catch Love the Adam Pearce stuff, which is just that boy Roman Reigns is just running roughshod over the league, man. He is <laughs> he just do what the fuck he feel, you know? And you know, you see what happens when you try to stand up to him, you get you get taken care of like KO. Yeah, I think that a lot of people were um excited, like pleasantly like excited and surprised and thrilled to see Nakamura in that spot, which I think bodes yeah. really well for him. Like the online reaction was great for him. Um 
And then yeah, we know opened up things. Yeah, it was great. And like we know um that Adam Pierce, you know, has a background. We know Adam Pierce can get it done. If Adam Pierce can't do <clears> nothing <throat> else, he can put on a good match. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um you do feel like there are a lot of people who watch SmackDown regularly who don't know his ROH background. You know, they're not familiar with that. So I think that that's going to bode well for him when it comes to the in-ring stuff. He's going to do a pretty good job of fighting from under. There's going to be a glimmer of hope there, and it's not going to quite work out. You know what I mean? Like, as it, as it should in that area. So, yeah. And this is the and the Rumble. It's the Rumble. So you can have your, you know, I brought up the Bob Holly example. And it doesn't have to be a premier world title match. And you did... What you had to do with Shinsuke, so he's there for February. Because it's not going to be him at WrestleMania, but it's like yeah. too far. But they did the thing of, you know, they've been beating him and marginalizing him for forever now, and they broke out their gauntlet match, and, and, and an hour later, the guy's over like he was, or, you know, it's just, yeah, it's an amazing what that gauntlet match looks right yeah. and uh, with the the, the story built in what it can do. Having the sauce, man. You can lose. And also having can, the talent. Like, yeah, yeah. Shinsuke is like, you can't just plug anybody in that match. No, exactly. Yeah. 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 You can have the juice. A lot of people have had the juice, but he got the sauce, man. It's different. Mm. Sauce, don't, sauce don't go away. That sauce stays sauce, in the bottom. Sauce, sauce stains. Yeah, <laughs> um, right? So SmackDown, we had uh, we also had I, I, what I said about SmackDown I thought it was the best show of the week. Um, admitting that I didn't even watch Raw or much else, <laughs> but SmackDown was really good. I, I now, you didn't didn't see didn't see the stellar uh, Kyle O'Reilly Finn Balor too? Oh no no no! I I, I saw NXT last week. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, oh man, yeah, yeah! I saw my man nuts getting abused all the whole show. Yeah. Um, So, like, how much, uh, like, I don't know if you opened with the big, big news, like, the WWE champion has COVID. Oh, oh, Drew McIntyre has COVID. Yep. That's why the match is on. I assumed it was Goldberg. I didn't look into it at all. I'm still trying to have it. Did they, they called it off? Well, Okay, so this is my entire understanding of this is so fucking modern. This is so 2021 of a, of a thing. I saw a meme <laughs> and it was Spider-Man holding the bus back and the bus was Goldberg, COVID-19 was Spider-Man and Drew McIntyre was like the kid in the road. And I was like, oh, shit, Goldberg got... And I saw that and just instantly was like, damn, Goldberg got COVID and is out. I never would have thought it was Drew that actually had it, just based off of that. <laughs> That's my entire understanding of this. So please tell me, uh, as I peruse <laughs> news that I should have, you know, perused before. No, damn, for sure. Assumptions, for sure. man. Get you fucked up. Yeah, I think I think I think they're just uh Drew's probably not going to be on screen between now and the uh between now and the match. Like that would give him, you know, if because it came out Monday, right? So 2 weeks from Monday would be 
They gonna get away. It's ten to thirteen days, so they gonna they gonna be nine and a half yeah. days days in that shit. <laughs> you know that. So, but I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they had those two face to face on SmackDown. Who Drew and Goldberg? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's your TV time. Just to um, just to just because one of the big brands pushing. and yeah. Yeah, yeah, for for promotion, like I would absolutely understand that. Um, I think I think that's an important part of selling that match. Even though what you're selling is actually the Rumble, like I can still see them being like, nah, we gotta, you know, we need to have those guys in front of each other at least one one more time. Okay, so here it is. I mean, uh, you know, Drew's good on the mic; he can sell that from home. But yeah, I don't know if Gold. I wonder why the promo was was, and it's just like, oh, they just he just cut a. At home promo or wherever the fuck he was. So yeah, dot com and Twitter said that Drew has COVID. There was no mm-hmm. mention, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. I, mean, I certainly mm-hmm. don't want to get this wrong, but there yeah. was no mention to my knowledge of Drew having COVID, COVID on the show. Got it. Yeah, in the highlights because that's how I saw Raw. In the highlights I saw, of course they they didn't. That was not a part of that was not a that was not in the top ten. Number eight. Not a talking Drew, point. Drew's got the right. No, that was not. Damn. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. That's uh, that is interesting. They had a game in a time that as long as a Goldberg. I guess to a lesser extent, Drew feels feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. Showing up after uh, you know ten or twelve, thirteen days, whatever it's going to be. Yeah. And again, if Drew tested positive, like Drew didn't Drew have a match a week ago? Because the thing about Raw was with Keith Lee, who just was hugging all on sweaty Sheamus. I did see that. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of who all had two matches on Raw. Um, Matt Riddle wrestled twice. He wrestled Lashley and MVP. Um, somebody else had two matches that night too. Like, like we got like a Gulak AJ Styles match to show you how they were trying to, you know, uh, stretch out the roster for lack of a better way of saying it. So there was some, there was some creative, creative control. Where that came from. I was like, oh, AJ and Gulak are. Uh-huh. They did some, some some interesting things. Um, it might have been Shane and I don't know. Shane and Nia did the thing where tag partner tags themselves in, other partner looks at them funny, but says, oh well. Like like to me, that's you know that had its run, and I thought that the, the dynamic they had between the two of them was pretty good. They're both. They both function better to me as, as singles acts, though. Um, especially Shayna, who, you know, I'm not. They haven't dropped the ball on yet, but they need to. You need to stay the course. And then, of course, Ric Flair actually went full fledged anti Charlotte and helped yeah. your girl win. And it's like, so she came back, and I thought when she came back, like mm, that was a little bit of. Uh, the crowd's not there to like really give an assessment, but it just felt like it wasn't like the biggest deal after being gone a year. One of your biggest stars comes back, and then they 
And then they have her dominate TV for a while or whatever she's in. Not TV, but the stuff that they have her on TV doing. She's done. She wins the tag titles with Oscar. And then, then they got her with doing this shit. What the fuck? Two weeks in a row, she's losing to Lacey Evans because of Ric Flair's interference or whatever it was. I mean, she lost last week or not. I don't remember. But it's just one of those things, like, if you're going to – are you going to punch her or not? Are you going to treat her like a star or not? Is she, is it, you know, it's like I, you resign yourself, like, okay, well, Charlotte's back, and she's going to take up a bunch of time and get a bunch of attention. Uh, and then they don't even – then they got her and they treat her like a chump and got her in stupid shit. For what? To get Ric Flair over? <laughs> to, to shine a spotlight on this new up and coming youngster named Richard Flay here? I don't know. It's like they build her up just to, you know, for two, like for three or four weeks just to slap her around for two weeks. I don't know. I don't get it. Don't care. Uh, so, anyway, yeah. Uh, anything uh, from oh well we briefly talked about NXT last week uh, or or, or from last week earlier Um, you got Finn retaining uh, you got (laughs) a really impressive last man standing match between Gonzalez and uh, Ripley. Yeah. They really put, put themselves through some stuff. Uh, some, some of it was a little, little much. Uh, oh, I know I just talked about NXT, but from Raw, uh, they wanted to down by like the old school uh, fireball through the face. Yeah, Randy Orton, yeah. Right, which is cool. Like, it was good. It looked good. He sold the shit out of it. But, like, fam, like, you lit a guy on fire three weeks ago, four weeks ago. I get the fire. They're continuing the fire theme. But, I don't know. It's just, like, you're booking you're, you're, you're backwards. Like, let's have the cage match on SmackDown. And then Sunday at the pay-per-view have a standard you know, catch his catch cat match. Like, what the? Uh, I don't get it. But I say that a lot. So, um, yeah. So, uh, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to bring that up before I about wrong before I forgot. But NXT, uh, anything from NXT last yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, Cross is back. Um, probably going to be right back in that title. Uh, position soon, you know him and Balor will probably go out there and have a banger. Um, yeah, I just like Rhea Ripley. I just, uh, you know, it's it's time, man. It's time for her to move up. It's time for her to fill a spot. Um, you know, and hopefully, you know, they put her in a good position. But that's a that's an immediate challenger for Oscar. You know what I mean? Like. And I don't know if you want to put her out there that quickly unless you plan on changing the title, but, you know, that's that's probably um, 
if I'm not going with Bianca, she's my Royal Rumble winner. Yeah. I don't I don't to to go against who did she pick then? Uh who do you have her I mean, love to see Charlotte have the title, right? But uh she goes against uh she goes against Oscar. Oh I, okay. I, I think having her on Raw uh, where they don't have a whole bunch of singles acts, where everybody's a damn tag team over there, um, I think I think it would be a good move. Yeah, that's a that's not a if you if you're in the Rumble Royal Rumble pool and you draw uh, Ripley and and uh, Bel Air, you're doing all right probably. That's a yeah, uh-huh. that's a safe. I think that's a, that's yeah, that's really. I didn't think about Rhea Ripley winning the thing. I don't why I don't know, but yeah. It wasn't until yeah, it wasn't until she lose she lost that match where it was even on my mind. I'm like, okay, like there's really you know, there's nothing down there for her to really do. Like you know, that, that that's probably a big a boost to Raquel to get that win, but. No, Rare Ripley's been down there, you know, even though it was a kind of a different kind of run. Like, she was down there. They did the thing with Charlotte that was probably ill-conceived, but Rare Ripley was the baddest one when she was champion. Like, nobody questioned that, you know? So, yeah, I think, I think you know, you really are lacking in singles acts on Raw. I, I think she would be a big boost to that. So, yeah. If they kept her down there to – with the eye of, and I'm sure this was a part of it, but if it was the main driver, driving force, uh, like let's leave her down there to cook a little longer in NXT because we want to get uh, Raquel Gonzalez over as a, as a, mm-hmm. as a big deal. Uh, I could see that. I, 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 I get that. Because certainly, as much as like, it's like fuck, she, she lost it, not lost, but she didn't uh, win all her matches like a dominant, you know, somebody dominant you think, but um, she got the she got the woman over at the same time, you know, just having really good matches like she did last week, even in losing, mm-hmm. even uh, yeah, when she loses, it's, yeah, they, it's just that kind of traditional makes sense. Not even traditional, it's just traditional, and, and it just kind of makes a lot of sense. Have somebody that's leaving, get somebody over in the meantime. If you don't want to, you want to want to do that, leave the territory. You got to put somebody over. I don't even mean it like they were in that sense, like in the dick move sense. But mm-hmm. I know she's. I know Raquel Gonzalez is a bigger threat now than she was. Six or eight weeks ago, on top of yeah. how they just built her and had her standing next to Dakota, even that that spot where she threw her in the locker, that was great. Like, yeah, whole thing. She's just, it's just been the best thing, one of the best things on NXT in the last, you know, month or so. Yeah, how much of uh, how much of Omega Phoenix did you see? None. Even though Rich told me how good it was, I only went back and watched yeah. the the O'Reilly Power matches. Too many events okay. that were match of the year quality, um, early year. All right, so 
the Good Brothers came out and helped Moxley, their Impact Tag Champs. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, they all do the, the photo op because you have, uh, what, Kenny Omega and Rich Rich Swan this weekend at the mm-hmm. uh, Impact pay-per-view. Yeah, um, hard. Which I think, I mean, it's going to be hard to kill, I think. Hard to kill, that's it. If, if, if there's ever anything that's hard to kill, it's that goddamn Impact Wrestling, boy. Many have tried on purpose. They have accident. tried. <laughs> like many people from within have tried. Yeah, niggas have tried from the outside and the inside. They was they were relegated to a warehouse, and they still out on here. Twitch. Um, well, that's at the same time they were in a warehouse. On Twitch. Yeah. Now they moved up to to a virtual space. Um, but nah, man, they find a way to keep on chugging it. And of course, like even in a pandemic, like their their in ring product is very very good right now because they brought in a good mix of young guys and vets. Like like there's just not a lot of bad things to say about them. Trimmed a lot of the fat, like RVD and old girl. You know they they they've made some strides. And then um, yeah, I think that. They are making the most out of the synergy between companies. Like, I wouldn't know. I, again, I don't think Rich Swan is a dream matchup, but I, I think you're going to get, you know, you always get good Kenny Omega, and good Kenny Omega is, is what you want to see. So, so yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever you got to say about Rich Swan, he's a good guy. Let me just say this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, let me just say this before we get to calls and emails. I think it needs to be said. Jack Swagger is fucking horrible. He's so bad. Like as a wrestler? Like, they had a match with Yes. They had oh. a match with him and Wardlow. Um actually what Wardlow is 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 faster and more athletic Damn. than I thought he was. Rich is not Rich just a big Wardlow guy. were pretty 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 big the last couple times he's yeah. wrestled. Yeah, man. He he has some moves and like I felt bad because 'cause I'm like, wow. He's probably not as clunky as he looks. He's just in there with the clunkiest wrestler ever, Jack Swagger. Oh, wow. it was bad. Swagger was never like a bad wrestler. He was decent. He's he has regressed. He has regressed heavily. And I'm one of those people who like if you tell me to go watch a John Cena Jack Swagger match right now, I'm turning that on immediately, like right away, because those two just had that chemistry. Early Jack Swagger. Uh, world heavyweight champ Jack Swagger, and you know the the six months before that, like he had some good stuff. He's terrible now. He has no drive, no ambition. He is getting a check. Like it is just, and I don't know. Like again, a guy who played college football, even though it doesn't seem like it, has spent a lot of time in the ring. Also trains for MMA. Like I'm sure his body is is kind of beat up. You know what I mean? But nah, man. I instantly go to the MMA and just go, well, he's probably not taking bumps. He's probably not, uh, uh, you know, he's not wrestling. Mm. Everything he does physically uh, is probably rolling and doing MMA training. Yeah, actually training for that and, you know, showing up for the other thing. And I get it. Get your money. And going, well, I can still – I can – I can – instinctively just snap back and it's like, yeah, probably not. But you weren't you weren't great to begin with. And you were right. yeah, just some that you know, I heard angle or some shit. You know? Yeah. 
you don't just strap it on and you're strapped in. Or Brock Lesnar, you know, where you yeah, can go. Man. Well, I thought, well again, and Brock also he had to wrestle a different way. He, <laughs> he, he ended yeah. up doing hammer locks and, you know, mm-hmm. swagger, you know, Jack, uh, Jake Hager can't wrestle like that. And, yeah, he just can't pull that He's off. Ass. He is yeah. absolute ass. That's uh, that's that's uh, that sucks to hear. That <laughs> boy, sorry. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm trying to think if there's anything else. And eh, not really. Uh, nope. Montez and them one lost the tag titles on SmackDown. A little upset at oh, that. Oh, did they? I I, I missed that. They lost yeah. it to Dolphin Rude. Fuck yeah. I mean. You know they've had. If when you combine those two titles, they Montez had took the twenty twenty. Montez took it. I mean, yeah, no. they had those titles most of twenty twenty, man. Um, you know, eventually you got to chase again. Um, mm. and you know that's another reason you have a Royal Rumble. Um, and then there there are ways for them to be entertaining. There are not ways for Dolph to be entertaining unless he's. You got to put him in position at this point. So um, I don't know what other going. team. And he came out, and I was just like, okay. first off, I was like, who's the music is that? And then he came out. I was like, oh, what the? It was just like, oh, not much is. Damn, in 09. God damn. Mm-hmm. Like, not much has changed. Not a whole lot. But yeah, that's how they were prepping it. So, you know, uh, maybe they, they find a way to grab those back. But, you know, it's just a situation, man. They need more teams over there. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's one thing about the pandemic. Um, you know, you don't have four or five tag And this is also a WWE thing. I don't want to blame the pandemic. But you don't have four or five tag teams just going and cooking and that you can defend against and you want to see go against each other and all that. That ain't the case, you know? So, um yeah, I mean, they trade them back and forth for a while, maybe. Um, do you move those guys on to something else? Uh, maybe you do. I still think it's too early to split them up. Uh, but, yeah, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk to some folks. You know what? Before we talk to anybody... Uh, 347-202-0103 that is the call in number uh, we're going to read Jabron's email from last week again my bad Jabron uh, that I forgot <clears throat> hopefully it's not terribly uh, dated uh, what up fellas two questions for y'all this week last week uh, I'm wondering if Brody Lee had passed while he was in the ring uh, with what we found out to be a lung issue uh, would AEW be held responsible for his passing? Eh, probably not. Uh, given that we don't know how physical that's checks work, that's dark. <laughs> given that I don't know how physical checks work in wrestling, I have to imagine that they're similar to what guys go through in pro sports uh, prior to them going to the draft or being traded to another team. Not here we go, Cam. Not trying to be a dick. Just something I thought y'all might have a little more info on. Yeah, no, I. I I don't have any info on anything. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I pardon me, but that that's that's not necessarily something I can speculate in the moment. Um, it's a lot, or even just the medical part, like how do they do their thing? Like, like you said in your, like you said, like we don't know how those things work. 
mm-hmm. you know, because it's just for wrestling, and nobody really holds, makes them be transparent uh, with yeah. that kind of stuff. So we don't know how it works. We don't know how scheduled and how, yeah, like it's pretty open with with pro sports because there's so much money on the line, and it's just it's just different, different culture, different expectations from uh, from society at large about pro wrestling. That's why they can get away with the, the things they do, have independent contractors and shit like that. Uh, but. It, to some extent, yes. I mean, I, I, I immediately, knee jerk said no, they wouldn't be held responsible. But I think there would have been. But like, well, that's, that's, be pretty, that's pretty. That's pretty dark to be like. It didn't happen. I don't want to speculate about like, well, this, this mm-hmm. really terrible thing had happened. <laughs> like, ah, you know, um, it, it wouldn't have been awesome. Like that would have just been a downer for 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 every. Like, it sucks that he died. Yeah, he. he he dies in a red, presumably on TV. I know they're that live, live. Yeah, man, don't, yeah. don't. I don't wish that on, on, on ownership or management or the other employees. Anybody. That's a yeah. lot to deal with in a moment. Um, ooh, yeah, no, ooh, rough. He continues with the second question. Do y'all think we'll have a Goldberg? That WWE will have Goldberg lose to Drew at the Rumble, and then have him win the Rumble to set him up, uh, to set him and Roman up. Uh, they got where uh, Brock won't wrestle this year's wrestling. Brock ain't wrestling. Get that out. No. Um, I mean, no, it wouldn't be hard yeah, to put that no, match. No, I do not think that'll happen. I don't think that. Uh, he, he says, "Well, his his he says." Uh, can you imagine Goldberg in the Rumble? That's the kind of place I I yes I could. Absolutely, throwing clotheslines really? and throwing okay. people over the top. And that's his—that's the environment where that he could shine, as, as limited like, as he is. People, I'm just thinking about like if we ever saw him in a battle royal. Like, did he ever do World War Three? No, I, I'm the last guy to ask. I no yeah, like that's possible. I'm just—I'm thinking about cardio now. Like because they didn't put him in that type of position. They didn't give Goldberg ten minute matches. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just especially if he's in there. You know, if they put him in after like in the sometime after twenty one or twenty two. Come out thirty like Cena. Or K or Big Show and oh the oh nine one I just watched. Um, Goldberg coming out. The Rumble is such a place to hide the actual Rumble match. Because it's not a match. It's just guys in the line that's standing around. <laughs> in the corner, paired off, throwing sloppy punches, leaning on each other, catching their breath like you do. Yeah. Man, oh. could you just imagine, like, whoever they place in there to who clears the ring um, at 29. So it's only 30 to come out. And then it's Goldberg. Oh, God. Who could that? Who could that? If it's what if it's Bobby Lashley, and they have they sacrifice Bobby? Lashley. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> like uh, but, yeah, but, like, but did, yeah. Oh. He did oh, say man. it wouldn't be hard to put the match on early in the show and then somehow mm-hmm. give Goldberg number thirty, so he wouldn't have to do much in the rumble to yeah. win it. I mean, to win it. I know it's crazy, it. but that, I don't. That's have, the way. And that would be another part that would be the worst. Like oh. He just came out, didn't even 
barely worked, and then now he's got a WrestleMania ticket. Not ideal. Not ideal. But yeah, I mean, like, you've, you guys have talked me into it. I can see it happening. Uh, all right, that was, that was your Brian from last week. Let's uh, talk to some folks. Once again, 347-202-0103. It's a call-in number. Please press one on your... Uh, on your uh, keypad to let us know you want on air. Let's open things up in Newark and let's talk to Kylan. Kylan, what's going on? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? How are you doing too bad? Yeah, maintaining. I guess. No, not I guess. For sure. He is, he is 
essentially becoming the the Kevin Dunn of Impact by oh, I- becoming the senior vice president of production. Shit, good on him. Man. Been doing it for a minute. Mm-hmm. And you always wonder what, like, the on-air people's aspirations are, if any. Um, and so, yeah, put in that work, man. Salute to the guy. When did we first see Josh Matthews? 03, tough enough? What I say, like, Velocity? Nah, I don't know. But he started initially no. on a tough enough, I How was it, Kyle? Go ahead, remind me. That was, he he came he came in the year before I even started. He started in old so one. one. Damn. But through why? Where did but but <laughs> what was the why? Thing? Yeah, like he didn't just you know he wasn't like the hottest thing going in HWA in fucking old one or OBW. Like weird. it had to be tough enough or some like. He was he was on the the very first tough one. Oh, the mm-hmm. first tough one. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was one of the, the the revamped ones after the first season, but he was on the season first season. Okay. No, he was with Lydia and, and Mason. That wasn't season one. I don't remember. Who was saying it was? Lydia and May. Okay. Fucking Nidia, wow. Ah, ah. Remember she was blind? <laughs> sure was. <laughs> I kicking it with Ray, kicking it with Jamie Noble. Nidia had a run, boy. She really did. Yeah. She was, she was, uh, yeah, she don't get, she don't get her recognition. As a, as a, as a WOC in the business. So, Matt Spiker and D-Lo Brown are our new announcements for Impact yep. as of Saturday. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's halfway cool. That's interesting. You know, I know that certainly does make me go, what? No, that's... Uh... D-Lo certainly has a, a knack for, for talking, if you've ever heard him in any kind of interview or podcast or shoot tape or whatever. Mm-hmm. And who's the other one? D-Lo Matt Stryker. Matt Stryker. And, yeah, I mean, Matt Stryker's Matt Stryker. Like, he can talk. It's just yeah. a matter of, you know, does, it, does he have dickhead or no? <laughs> Bullshit could he be saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come out the right way, but yeah, it's the bullshit we be talking about. Yeah, like as long as he's not trying to be edgy, Matt Striker, it'll be fine, and that could that could actually uh, turn out to turn out to be an interesting pairing. Matt Matt Striker's the the Jr. Josh Matthews and and D D-Lo's the Jerry Lawler, Bobby Heenan. Well, hey, don't like, ever call me the Jerry Lawler of anything, please. <laughs> Even if I get really good at it, don't call me the Jerry Lawler of anything uh, ever. 
Did you yeah, know from uh, collecting Batman uh, 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 paraphernalia, memorabilia? That's cool. Well, huh. well I, I, was, I was trying to differentiate the, the roles. That's all. I know. No, you're, I'm giving you a hard time, Kylie. You're just fine. <laughs> Thank you for explaining the your reference to me, though. It's appreciated. Uh, I'm watching currently NXT from January 2016 is on, so pretty much four years or five years ago exactly. And Tommaso Ciampa is in the ring with uh, not only only Larkin, his his homie. What's the the other guy? Birch. Uh, Danny Birch. He's he's wrestling Danny Birch, and both of these guys' physiques and bodies are just completely different. Like five years ago, they're I mean, they're, um, I, you know, push somebody's grandma down the stairs to just you know snap my fingers, look like yeah. either one of them. But today, both these guys are, especially Chaba, is just super tight and fit as fuck, and they were not mm-hmm. they were just a couple. Mm-hmm. You know, indie wrestlers looking guys. They definitely have that. Oh, yeah, we've been in WWE for five years, uh, physique. <laughs> Put it that way. Mm-hmm. Whether it means they just learned and, you know, from the best, or they, you know, learn from the best. They got some connections. Yeah. One or the other. Or whether, you're, you know, whether you're, your mailbox stays full. Like Danny Birch is wrestling in a black and white suit. Okay. Yeah. Just... Wow. No, yeah, it has been a while. And, Ch- and Champa has a, t- a a buzz cut mohawk, and he's super generic. Yep. Like they both are. Anyway, anything else for us, Colin? What else you got? Which 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 of these three choice of Event, do you think will be the first to have a full crowd? SummerSlam, Survivor Series, or next year's Royal Rumble? Tyron, I'm pretty sure you, you ask this question like every three or four months. <laughs> and I think it would be the same answer. Like, I don't fucking know. When we get our shit together, which is never. Yeah. You know, I when they get enough corona fucking virus vaccine where they can just put in the water supply and everybody just no matter what, just yeah, you got it. <laughs> I don't know. I again yeah, I like, think, really when we I get our shit together Like Yeah. Wow. I think Survivor yeah. series, I think I think is realistic. November. Um just because you're not gonna be able to keep these people from trying to get that money that long. Like they'll say, holiday season without being able to yeah. end. I mean, this is, it wasn't like exactly like this was a, a down season in Christmas, was it? And and the holidays. It didn't seem like it. I know I went broke. Didn't they do all kinds of record numbers on cyber cyber fucking sales, and then Cyber Monday or the next day it was uh-huh. crazy and absolutely yeah. did. They might be like, hey, you know what, pandemic. Uh, Going to another holiday season, right? <laughs> but by then, I don't think no matter what, people are just gonna be mad as fuck. They just like, let's stay in the house no more. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've already seen it. 
I mean, that's why I almost say 400,000 people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely so, the case. Yeah, I gave I them no a one-star review today, or a zero-star review, because, like, they were like, how can we improve on this gym? You can make people wear masks, and you're not enforcing the mandate. So I gave a zero out of ten score to everybody except maintenance and housekeeping, because they ain't do nothing wrong. <laughs> right. Maintenance and housekeeping is not on the floor, like, with a mop, like, hey, put your mask on. Hey, put your mask You know, that's not there. Yeah. Fucking... <laughs> The trainers, gym folks that are there, the managers. Wait, so are they even wearing masks and shit? The gym, the 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 front desk folks, they wearing masks. But they just wearing stupid. You just gotta be like, like I understand you got your friends in there, like your buddies, people you see all the time, bro. Like, what are you doing? Like, just tell them to wear a mask, and if they don't, ask them to leave. If they don't leave, call the police. Y'all love the police. Like, I thought the blue lives mattered to you. Things change. Things change. So, all right. Appreciate you, Tyler. Uh, We'll talk to you next time. Uh, Thanks for the call, as always. That's uh, so. Our we we briefly with the men and with the women touched on it with the uh, rumbles. Are we still two weeks out? Still firm. On uh, on on rubble on picks. We got Lashley on the men's side and uh, Belair on the women's side, and as we said, uh, I think so. Ripley is a is a runner up. Ripley my dark horse. Um, yeah. yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, I don't I think, think that counts as um, dark horse. You give Drew. Yeah, you give Drew that big power matchup. Um, hey, really quickly, because uh, I know you didn't. I don't. I know you see. All of Raw, I guess. Um, so Randy right. finally gets the legend that he can challenge. Yeah, it's Triple H. Um, you know, they have a fight. Not a match, but a fight. Um, but the interesting thing was, before Triple H went out there, who who did he talk to before he went to the ring? He talked to Keith Lee. And Keith Lee was like, yo, you've been there for me. It's time I be there for you. Like, you don't need to do this. Like, yeah, Keith has, like, that big-time baby face who is not the champion, but it's clearly has the favor of the people in charge, I thought was pretty cool. And I think it bodes well for him. Especially yeah. hearing the things he needs to improve on, the fact that you still put him in that big spot, I think is impressive. What's, what's the Keith Lee rumble when odds? Uh, I mean, I don't do odds, but when you're... Uh, um, I think because he just had a title match and lost clean, I would say that they're they're pretty low. Um. Yeah. You know, it'd be interesting if he does it again, but then you start to see the variance in character or behavior. Maybe he goes a little bit harder at Drew. Um, yeah, you know. They let that man grow his facial hair back, have a little edge to him. Yeah, I, I think because they've got him doing, like, it's like sort of like with Big E. It's like once he got the Intercontinental title, it's like, okay, well, it seemed to be yeah, pushing them, but in a different, in a different, uh, in a different way. Not win the Rumble, the WrestleMania push, but so Big E types might have, you know, he might have to wait another year before he's, you know, gets his, you know, Royal Rumble win. Did you like what they did with him in, uh, with him in, um, 
him and Apollo. Oh, wait, you didn't see SmackDown. Yeah, well, I did see. I'll tell you what. I didn't see SmackDown, but I did see Talking Smack. Okay. And what happened on Talking Smack? Yeah, yeah Paul Heyman on Apollo's head. He was like, you know, Apollo's kind of disappointed in, in the match. And he's like, He's like, I know you and Biggie are friends, like you and Biggie are cool, but that's why you didn't win the match. Because you let that man take that food off your plate, you let that man make love to your wife, you let that man raise your kids. And I was like, yo, yo. And Apollo was like, you know, seething like over it, but felt like he couldn't do nothing about it. Really interesting stuff. Huh. It's interesting that they said you know, Apollo must, you know, like really get along with everybody. Because, uh, you know, for you can't point to a ton of success, right? But you, but he certainly gets consistent. Yeah, good you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was really he's fucking around, and he's not Samoan, but and it, it, you know, this could be like a hey, let's not. Let's not just have this completely Samoan faction. Let's mm-hmm. bring somebody else into the fold. Fold if, if, if Apollo gets with these guys and and hits at any level, this could yeah, that could be interesting. I mean, why else would you do that unless Paul Heyman is mm-hmm. actively trying to get this guy over, trying to trying to you know in a safe in a safe space. We're mm-hmm. like we're back. The stuff he said to Biggie absolutely had a purpose, and so yeah, you got to feel like this is this is also that for sure. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. So yeah, I I I have to they had Apollo actually in that spot, looking like you know he's a little petulant, but you know he he slapped that man, but then lost. And got his actual, you know, in, in law. So I'm not surprised to hear uh, the Paul Heyman response. Who's his actual in law? No, and lost. He, I said he got his actual. He uh, got his man and, and, and lost. Got you. Okay. Lost. He slapped Apollo, or he slapped Big E. Got the match. Where did he get the match restarted? Or had another match and then mm. lost that one clean. So on on NXT they did the uh, they did the spot the superplex off the top Uh, legs are tangled up with O'Reilly and uh, (laughs) and Finn Balor, but that wasn't the finish like it was in in, in Apollo and Big E. Yeah, and Big E was consummate. Keith Lee broke the uh, turnbuckle. Oh yeah, that was. Keith Lee's reaction to to that really sold that for me. Because it was like, damn, was this just, I hope that wasn't a botched, like, just a bad turnbuckle screw. Yeah, because they're usually much better. It was like when you drop your phone and it don't break. You're right. But you still, like, feeling the adrenaline of of trying to catch it. Exactly. Oh, shit. Yeah, he really really sold it like, I didn't mean that to happen. My bad, (laughs) fam. Your neck okay? (laughs) Um, So, okay. I see we have some folks in the queue, but 
They don't have their hand up. Uh, so uh, I don't want to bogart nobody on, but we got a queue full of folks. And everybody just everybody's a passenger. <laughs> just ride along listening. Ain't a goddamn podcast yet. Um, <laughs> so all right, so it's, it's on y'all that Darrell about to get a thirty-seven minute segment. <laughs> okay, boys jumped, boys jumped right in. Like I know, I don't want to hear that long. Yeah, that's exactly what you said when you clicked in, as I heard you. <laughs> What's going on? I was actually in, I was like, okay, I'll get off. Happy New Year, guys. Hey, thank you, thank you. Happy New Year, man. Hey, you got, uh, you got a dress to Elvis in the room? I think I missed, I don't know. Uh, you know, we got a two-time, um, champion being impeached. Oh, yeah, that dickhead, motherfucker, yep. <laughs> yep. With his dumb ass. Who do you expect was going to happen? <laughs> and you got these other cornball motherfuckers like Betsy DeVos. Like, ah, that's enough. I can't. It's it's too much. I'm leaving the administration. Like, bitch. <laughs> Yo, sit your dumb ass down somewhere. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's too much. <laughs> we, we, like, uh, if anybody is like, of course, everybody knows what's going on. But if you want to see kind of like, a sick breakdown. There's like an hour and change documentary that uh, ABC has already done that's on Hulu, like just about what happened leading into wow. It's bad. Um, you mean Antifa showing up and left wing terrorizing everybody? It's kind of wild. The cameras didn't catch for some reason. Um, it was uh, really enlightening. I recommend watching that, but. It, it, it's weird, uh, Boris, like, to even, like, we're all still processing what's going on, even though we know it's a thing that should happen. Um, like, in short, like, people in Congress led people into the building and let them know where other people were stabbed and where they were housed. Like, and we've all seen Godfather too. like, even if Fredo says he doesn't know what was going to happen, like, you still told them, man, where your brother lived and how to get to him. Like, yeah, there's some real insidious shit going on. I can't imagine sharing a room with somebody who set me up like that, especially so soon after. It would have to be hands, man. It, it, it's it's a crazy story. Yeah, this is how you know Jesus, we we dealing with, with 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 some bitch made some some real pussy ass kind of individuals. Like, like, like you ever see Parliament and like. Scotland or some shit, or even in the UK, or, like they'd be throwing so fucking hands. Do you want to disrespect me like that? You want to? And it's on. I'm not saying I want that level of of of, of, of vitriol or anything, but not over not over policy though. But if you tried to kill me, right? If you set me up like yo, we don't do this. It's ten thousand of us. We can just march right down there and get them. You don't do what we say, right? And everybody's like, yeah. And, and then they come <laughs> and fucking get you. And then, like you said, I'm. A, and then they, when they're like, uh, are you going to invoke the 25th 
amendment, Mr. Pence? And he's like, no, you know, and just make, you know, just coming up with anything that he can to 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 hand wave it away. Like, no, we're not interested in, you know, dividing the country and blah blah blah. Like, you a fucking cornball, man. What you think that did? You should be like, fuck no, I ain't invoking no goddamn twenty fifth amendment. I'm challenging this motherfucker to trial by combat. <laughs> I'm going back to 17 fucking 87, motherfucker. Fucking slap him across the face with some gloves. Oh, Mike, like, damn. You don't let that motherfucker send a lynch mob after you. You narrowly escaped. They had to shoot a bitch to keep the fucking mob from busting down the doors of the place you was in. They had to fucking shoot a woman in the neck. They slowed everybody down. Okay, all right. We ain't coming. Okay, okay, they for real, they for real in there, y'all. They for real in there. Jump through a window, and that's how they get you. But what about Trump? Besides that, we gonna march down there. But he went the other way. Yeah, he went to a fucking suite. He went to the box, fucking box office, not box office, club box, and watch that shit on TV. Because they don't tell you everything you need to know if you're one of them people. He like, he went he literally went the other way, went to a club box and fucking put that shit on H D and ate popcorn. And and ignore all the folks and everybody's calling them like, yo, hey, man, you call them like yo, yo. Pence was under fucking duress and to activate that shit himself. <laughs> oh shit, Elijah Samson used to be his name. I forgot he was yep. Samson. You know all this footage because did y'all catch the flag with the pitchfork with the, the pitchfork with the flag attached to it? Did oh my god, no, I didn't see that particular. I did not see that particular patriotic imagery. I did see the lady okay, with the don't tread on me uh, uh, sign with a flag that got tread upon. All types of tricks. Yeah, don't tread on me. They was like, well, she's not talking to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She's talking to them. <laughs> she got crap. <sighs> yeah, so. That's some wild shit to die over. That's the part, like, like dying. Are you fucking murdered? Are they doing the top with a fire extinguisher? Some wild dog. That's how they talk about how they did the police, man. Like, and then you find uh, out the, the, the black cop homie was the one was the real hero of all the cops, oh. leading them away from the fucking Senate room or wherever the fuck. They're not even gonna give that man a raise. Why? Nah, he'll probably be fired in six months somehow. <laughs> but the cops are taking the selfie though. He'll get a promotion. And the cop that just the the cop. Oh. That's a barrier that just was like, yeah, we can move this barricade for y'all. They'll, they'll be good. They'll get in the country. Of course, I have a lot of words. We're probably going to get more of them out on my podcast. I'm sure Trav and Rich are going to have a field day tonight. Like, it's just, it's insane. It really yeah, it's been a hell of a seven days in this country. Uh, oh. And like, yeah. you think about it. expect everybody to just get past it. And it's like, how? Like, how do I, how do I act like this isn't the craziest shit 
that's happened like in, in, in modern times. Like this is absolutely nuts. Again, my thing isn't even the action, typically. It's the reaction to the action and the reaction this this kind of like you know, let's kid glove these people. At least the saving kind of grace is at least fucking actual authorities are. At least you see these motherfuckers getting dragged out of airports and like some kind of consequences are coming to the individuals. Right. No, the FBI's probably like, if we don't do something, if we don't at least do a few high profile. Let's drag some people out of the out of. Let's go arrest the guy that was, you know, had his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. We got to at least get those guys to save like some credibility for us. Because if we don't, they're going to be like, see, look at that FBI. That's their that's their buddy. You know, <laughs> the FBI not investigating them. So they're like, fuck for at least for appearances, y'all. Because that's that's the thing Trump is exposed like. He's, say, he's saying and doing all the things out loud because he's a, a brash idiot who's never had to be accountable for anything, so he's never had to learn how to be subtle or be a racist in fucking in low-key ways or, or not just come out and be like, yeah, I'm going to pinch that bitch ass as soon as she comes through. Like, bam! And you got to be subtle about being a fucking creep and in, in, in a, in a, in a fucking molester. And you don't, because he's, you know, don't have to. He's going to get that 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 uh, pedestal, um, and they're kind of coming in like, man, you gotta, you gotta at least like, for fuck's sake, man. So yeah, world still, uh, you know, the world laughing at it's like calling this uh, shithole country third world dictatorship, you know, you know, all the things we deserve because you know, can't even be mad that they're taking glee in our fucking turmoil. Shit, I'm taking the lead in some of it because it's so fucking self-fucking-inflicted. Bunch of fucking yep. crybabies that had a, that I don't want to say had everything because I'm not going to be one of those people. Oh, if you're white, everything's great for you. No, no, poor white people exist. White people that can't get opportunities and pay their heat bill and all that shit exists. But, you know, you're still white. You know, like those things, those intrinsic, the inherent, you know, uh, societal weights on your shoulder. And now you're mad because, you know, you didn't get your way this one time. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking asshole. So, yeah. All right. Of course. Call in. Make us take that turn. Go ahead. I have a question. Okay, 2021, right? If you guys didn't have these shows and you were just had a choice, what wrestling would you still watch if you didn't have to watch any wrestling anymore? I mean, we all got a choice, but uh, I don't know if I'd be watching wrestling at all anymore if I didn't have not only the show, but the community and stuff that's like around it. And I'm not super involved. I'm definitely not a part of wrestling Twitter. Nobody knows my, you know, knows my handle. But, but without all those kinds of things, uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't. Because I just think about all the things I actually really, really loved and I don't 
care about anymore. You know, all those CW hero shows and, you know, various just things that I just let go, let go by the wayside. And wrestling probably would have been one of those things in the last five or ten years if, if, uh, if I didn't have y'all. I just, I, like I said, with me, I, I listen to you guys as far as the WWE and just hearing Wade you know, try to discuss this and the other podcasts I listen to, it's brutal. I mean, do yeah. you make sense of these shows, especially the people that always, you know, they watch the New Japan and then watch the Raw behind it? <laughs> it it's, 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 it's tough. brutal. So trying to listen to like uh, like the, the wades of the world, like people that are like forty plus and have been watching wrestling for most of that time, right? It's like you hear it, you hear them, you, you know, you hear Wade's reports and stuff, and you just know it's a guy who's seen really good shit and reported on really good shit and is reporting now on a lot of shit. Or you listen to contemporary podcast or not contemporary podcast, but podcasts by, you know, younger folks, like specifically like the dead ass girls or those wrestling girls. Cause those are the only like podcasts from young people really that I watch. But, then, but you hear it from their perspective, and you're just like, "What the fuck? What are you? What's your 26 year old ass know? You started watching, you know, like, and it's just like they don't know, so they they're praising things. So I was like, y'all don't even know that why that's bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? They just have a certain a different context, so it's hard for me to find like a a, a middle ground. And if I can be that for for folks, that's that's cool. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I think. I think. Um, kind of what Travis was alluding to. I think with me, um, it's to a point where to keep doing the things I want to do, I got to be dialed in to a certain point. Um, I feel like, and it's weird because nobody would think this. Like AEW on Wednesdays is kind of my much watch show, my, my must watch show. It. Um, okay. And and it's just because it's still a new thing. I feel like. I can have fresher observations on what I'm seeing. Um, and I don't thing about there on the ground, I don't watch a lot of live TV. It's cool being yeah. a part of it from the beginning almost. You know, Absolutely. Like yeah, I watch very few things live at this point. Like, I watch sports live. Um, and, like, if HBO has, like, a show I'm super dialed into or if, like, Fargo's on. Like, there's, there's only a few things I actually watch live outside of sports. And so uh, watching – Wrestling, because it happens in real time. People talk about it in real time. I still get down with it. So probably I would definitely watch um, watch AEW and NXT. Um, probably Raw. I wouldn't really watch SmackDown. Like I, we're in a pandemic, so it's a bit different. But like typically, I'm yeah. like yeah, I'm like entertaining or I'm doing something on a Friday. So like it would be hard for me to be sitting still. Entertaining. It would be hard for me to sit there in front of the TV. I mean, I mean, I, 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 you know, hey, game is a game, baby. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, it would be it would be difficult to to sit in front of the TV on a Friday night like that. And of course, like I'd watch the the pay per views. Like I think I would have WWE Network whether we did this or not. Yeah. Um, so that would still get watched. Because you could always jump in at any time. Like 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 a soap opera. Like you never really. Like I ain't watched Days of Our Lives since 2016, 17. I could probably jump in and within two weeks be as enthralled as I was, you know, at any point. That's, yeah. The thing that annoys me, like, on, on Twitter, and, again, it's a part of having that following, is, like, something, let something goofy happen on wrestling. And, like, four or five niggas who don't watch wrestling will hit me, and they're like, this is what wrestling doing now? So, like, there's always that aspect of it. Yeah. But you always like, okay, you jump in, and it's like, oh, this is what's going on? Okay. Well, real quick, speaking of not watching things live, so I'm, like, three, maybe four episodes into Lovecraft County. Uh, they just had the episode where they bought the house, the haunted house, and uh, homegirl, homegirl, uh, young Jim, light-skinned, acted her ass off in that final scene of that episode when she was trying to get them out of out of her, yeah, her, you know, when she got them to come together and get, yeah. The uh, first two episodes though, Cam, it was tough. I was like, who fucking told me I was going to enjoy this shit? It <laughs> take, yeah, it, it takes a minute for it to get to. God damn it! Da, 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 he the fans eat, eat dinner, eat okay. lunch, and they get chase their ass shooting the sun downtown. Like, yo, what is going on with this show? Like, like, goddamn, plus monsters on top of it? It was just super anxious, like, to watch. Oh, my God. I'm just... Century overload, for sure. It was a lot. Anything else for us, Boris, before we move on? (laughs) Yes. One one last thing. Yeah. Is this case you made for... Nakamura versus Ronaldo. Now we got the Bullet Club going over there as a a, a, a New Japan act that's actually got you know put, you know pulled up and brought out. So you know, is it a case to try to fire up Nakamura at this point in time? I heard he was doing something. I wasn't sure what I was listening. We're gonna fire him up enough that he has a. Match at you know elimination chamber with, with Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's a good match, and they they do some good stuff. And Paul Heyman, because you know whatever, it'll be standard stuff. But that's about it. I don't think he could, no matter what was going on, it would be like Nakamura versus Roman Reigns. Not at this point. That that would have been something that they had decided in at SummerSlam to go. Hey. Uh, we want to do Roman and Shinsuke at WrestleMania. They just couldn't have spent the last four months, five months, treat them like they have, and then do what they did Friday. Like, no. You yeah. need to have been playing and, um, and then do what you did Friday at that last, like, you know, kind of over the, put them over the top, headed into the Rumble or headed into WrestleMania season, however you know. Yeah, I think it has to be Elimination Chamber or Fastlane if they run it. Um, you know, kind of the big thing there, you know, WWE is absolutely petty. You know, calling, calling Goldberg the icon out of nowhere when they know that's the name that Sting's had for a thousand years. 
Like, that absolutely exists. <laughs> it just, even if it wasn't, right? Even if it wasn't like, oh, this is them being petty. Like, you can't just, like, no. The icon Goldberg, like, nope. Nope, that don't work. Giving niggas new nicknames uh, in year 20? Yeah. Oh, no. year 22? Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was 97 or 98 for Goldberg, so year 24. Yeah, come on. Wow. But also on top of them being, like, super petty and, like, yeah. 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 So, and Goldberg had like, names, right? There's more fitting names than that. First off, he ain't a goddamn icon. And that's iconic he, about Goldberg. Well, you can't call him the man anymore. <laughs> Why not? He's still a man. R.I.P. Bobby Heenan. Uh, that, that name's taken. <clears throat> By who? Who's the man? But Goldberg don't need no nicknames. He's Goldberg. Oh, Make right, right. That, that, yes, yes. That's the overarching kind of, yes. Yeah. Correct. So... Yeah, that one you're not going to do right now, and I get that. Yeah. All right. All right, Boris, man. I appreciate you. Let's, uh, let's uh, head down south and talk to Darrell in Georgia. Uh, Darrell, what's happening, man? What up? What's going on, fella? That's not too much. Oh, you know. What's on your mind? What you got for us? Nothing, nothing much, man. Seeing this, a coup, uh, a coup, uh, insurrection, or however you want to call it, going on. Oh yeah, it's been coup week. It's been insurrection week in the United States. Man. Yeah. Don't don't WWE have? Then they used to have a pay per view called Insurrection. Yeah. They did. Overseas overview. I have the DVD. <laughs> wasn't it like Rock Lesnar and somebody else? Like, wasn't it a big triple threat match over there? I had one Booker T was featured in the match. Uh, I don't even remember how I got that DVD. I know he paid for it. And y'all know Goldberg was in the um was in the Rumble last year, if I'm not mistaken. Who was? Goldberg. Goldberg. Yep. Was he? Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, that was two years ago. That's two more years of wear and tear on that body. And we saw him at WrestleMania. He sit his ass down somewhere. Yeah, no, no getting in no um, Raw Rumble for him. And then, so. If I'm not mistaken, Brock threw him out. Oh yeah, that so this was, was where was the Rumble two years ago? I, I, I went to the one in Houston uh, last year, but yeah, I don't know. That and um, person getting a peek for the second time, and now they're talking about calling politicians and senators to um have to um testify at the trial. Then um old fat boy James Harden getting his way to get traded. Man, they traded everything they had for years. Yeah, yeah, they got like three firsts. The best score in the game, but that that is they did a lot to get that man there, and I, I hope I hope for their sake it works out. Because I I really yeah, think you, know, you I, I understand going all in, in, but man, you got KD and you got Kyrie. I just don't know if like do you well, trade away the future like and your future for that though? 
Like, yeah. are you going to win a ring in the next two years? Because if not, no. this is a bust. Nope. And Kyrie already in the um, head case Because they're not himself. clicking right now. Like, <laughs> shit. They're uh, the head case man. of Kyrie. Against us the other day, man. Without <laughs> Kyrie, without KD, you Y'all beat, y'all beat, uh, what? Y'all beat the Heat in like overtime where they they ain't even had nobody on the court. Y'all had to get nine threes from Danny Green to stay in that game. Like y'all got your own problems. Came out sizzling hot, and then like he was like humble, my son. But you don't know when the next time Kyrie might play. Snitching on him. Kyrie took a week off. Like he just took a week off. He took four personal days. Like, and I get it. I understand taking a personal day. It's just okay. I, you're, you're setting a weird precedent, guy. Um, was that his sister? And birthday his party no bad. Niggas is just dancing with and partying with no mask on. And you know that's against um protocol. That did happen. So they got to decide on if he got the yep. shit out fourteen more days. Mm-mm-mm. Kyrie tanking the season. But all of a sudden, you have James Harden and Kevin Durant on the same team again. Um, You know, a much improved James Harden at that. So, who knows? Maybe it works out for him. Mm -hmm. But is he, though? But is he much improved? As you see the players who were superstars, who were superstars that came to play with him, they had a decree. But soon when they leave him, they they go back to who they were, and they and they show that they it wasn't them. Yeah. Russ is back to being Russ for better or for worse. Uh, yeah, you got to Chris point. Paul. I, I mean, and when I say much improved, I mean than when he was in OKC. Like he's a better everything from from that point. Um, are they going to mesh? I don't see how three ball dominant outside players are going to beat teams in the playoffs. I, I have no idea how that happens. Um, you know, the best thing about the Warriors was Steph, well, I mean, of course, Clay does not need the ball to give you 30. You know, like, he's going he gonna to stand there, he's going to dribble maybe eight times a game, and he's going to get you your points. The boy dribbled the 18 times and scored 60. <laughs> dribbled 18 he did, he times the whole game dribbles. and dropped 60. Yep. Yeah, and the thing about Steph is a lot of what Steph does is without the ball. Like it's him moving, moving through traffic, uh, rolling off screens. So, so like those three could play together. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know if it works out the same way um, with with these three, but we'll see. You know, well, it's coming soon. It's coming very soon. Mm-hmm. We gonna see. Well, I'm glad I was able to get y'all off the um, wrestling talk for a second just to get back on it for a brief moment. Um, two things I just want to talk about. Um, y'all were first talking about uh, Jack Hager and um, that match right there. I can't put it all on that. Jack Hager and Wardlow. Um, yeah. But um, um, I know Wardlow was out there boxing it up too. And I know a few of his matches he'd be boxing it up, but, you know, Hager ain't a good dance partner. But if you talk to people who watched it in turn, they were saying that that was the greatest match uh, ever. 
But when you go, if you go back and look at it, both of them boys were looking bad out there. You can talk, you can say, well, one move fast. Oh, it's just like a running back moving fast, but you can't hit the hole and give me um ten yards or five yards of pop. Mm-hmm. So no, that don't mean you good just because you can move. Yeah, and I, I mean the thing with Wardlow is he's still figuring it out though. Like I don't expect him to lead the day. You know what I mean? Like again, the biggest thing with him was I think right now he's more athletic than than I thought he was. Uh, a real good look to him, like can move. But yeah, at this point. Jack Swagger, it's it's your job to to be in charge of what this is. Like a guy in year two or three, you know, going up against a, a guy in year fifteen, sixteen, like that's the guy that needs to be kind of running the show here. That's the guy who doesn't need to look clunky. You need to like you know what you're doing. All they do is tell me. I know y'all brought up John Cena. That means um, people got to start giving John Cena more um, wings for it. And you know, Trav was the was the first one on that wagon. But yeah, like when you look at, at some of the people he faced, how those matches actually worked, as worked as being okay, is a testament to how good he was. That's why this, because this bleeds into my um next thing and the next thing I was talking about and that that came match. But this bleeds into what I feel like. John Cena, since John Cena, Roman Reigns is the most important character in all of wrestling. Nobody else. Uh, Finn and don't sure. do it. Um, Drew, uh, not Drew. Uh, I ain't talking about Drew right now, but um, and I'd have, I nobody. Mean, I, impact, say, impact. I don't need to talk Sasha's about Sasha's there too, though. I would say Sasha's uh, there, genuinely. But now, uh, you, you, when I explain what I'm saying, he's not there really to a point neither. What I mean by it, and I'm going to explain it. Um, Kenny, Kenny don't do it. John Moxley don't do it. Okada don't do it. Um, maybe Naito, maybe. But what I mean by important characters, um, Rick Flair back in the day used to make people into stars just by what he did in the ring and stuff like that. That's why you got the love of Sting, the Lex Luger. And people yep. like that, how he could make them work and look way better than what they are. And I'm saying Roman taking that type of thing, what Rick was doing in ring work, Roman doing it as a character because he making people feel more important. And when he leaves from them, they have some important left. Some of that rug really do leave mm-hmm. off on them and make them feel even more important. He made Jay Uso. Kevin Owens feel even more important, even though that's why you have to take him off TV because now he feel like somebody again. Just in one night, it wasn't that the gauntlet was um, a gauntlet to make Shinsuke. It was a gauntlet to see who's going to face um, Roman. And before we even knew it, we were thinking about um, Pierce, Adam Pierce, who he made seem even important, just what he was doing with him throughout the night. And what he did with him at the end of the night, but by Shinsuke performing well in that, um, in that, um, <clears throat> and that portion he had with um, Daniel Bryan, but just because it was to face Roman Reigns and just by Roman coming out there and standing and looking at him and all of that, and, and Shinsuke standing up for himself, that made it feel even more important. And that's why I say right now. Out of all of wrestling, his, his character is the most important because what his character offered to other people 
and make you feel for other people. Yes, we don't think nobody's going to take the title off of him right now, but he makes you, just the character itself, make you want to see these people win. We wanted to see Jay Uso beat him up and something yeah. like that. We wanted to see Kevin Owens do that. And even afterwards, you still feel some way about those guys. And with Kinsuke, you can put Kinsuke in the match against him at Rumble or even whatever the pay-per-view in between Mania and Rumble, and it means something because just of the character and the strength of the character, Roman Reigns, and that's something that we haven't seen probably been John Cena, but people disrespected John Cena so much because they wanted to see him do a heel turn and they understand some of the nuances that he helped with a lot of guys that when they before they were facing him, they weren't seeming as big or uh, important, like the edges, CM Punk before, before the um, pipe bomb, all the people that John Cena uh, mm-hmm. was working with and they worked with a lot. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like you, you genuinely, and, and to even go a step further, you feel like these are the people he's choosing to work with. You know what I mean? Like you feel like he and Paul Heyman are together. Like yo, we know what we can do with this person, and, and this is why this will work on a creative level and on an in-ring level. Like you do feel like when Heyman's involved in something, that that's a part of it too. And, and so, yeah, I, I I agree with you with that breakdown because in all fairness, like nobody's like, man, I can't wait till Ray Phoenix gets gets his next title shot. They're yeah. like, wow, what a great match. You know what I mean? Like it, it's different. I'm, I'm and, it right there. and it was spot after spot after spot after spot. And the leader didn't tell it. Or nothing in the match left you wanted. And that's I know you had brought up Sasha. And understand, Sasha is an amazing character. And I know that um, one boy who called in the way so all the time, always big up on Sasha and, and stuff like that. She is an amazing character. But even when you face, people face her, they don't leave better in a better spot after facing her and yeah. something like that. And, and and they care to don't get built uh, uh wanting people to see them or uh, anything like that. Even though they got her in the wrong role, and she should be a heel at the end of the day, her and Charlotte. That's why what they do with Charlotte, I, I when Trav said, they had her do this, and, and I felt that because it's like every time they had her come back and be a babyface, it's the same thing they do. They have this stupid stuff with Rick, and they have to have silly losses like, what she's having right now, just to try to bit, put some sympathy on it, but it always seems as stupid. And these characters don't mean as much as how Roman means and how he makes people feel just off of the stuff that he do and how he talk that how he talked that trash. And especially when he was talking that trash to Adam Pearce. And you <coughs> felt some type of way when the boy pulled and took his hand on Paul Haven the belt and you and he started talking to him like like all right, my nigga, like, I'm going to have to whoop your ass right now. But you know what? I'm the boss. And then you can see him catching himself like, hold on, I'm the boss. I'll find another way to get you. But you know you don't have to pay for this, right? You know you don't have to pay for this, right? Yeah. Just like when the old dude on the, on the, on them show was like, you know you don't fucked up, right? You know you don't fucked up, right? <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I feel. That's the difference. And ain't no character right now. Bring that out. Nobody. And what's the common denominator, though? I mean, is it is it is it Paul Heyman? Is it the fact that he has some sort of uh, autonomy, some kind, you know, measure of 
that at the very least, whether like whether you want to give him credit for like the good creative things, at the very least, you probably have to say he's probably being a good fullback and deflecting a lot of bullshit that gets tossed his uh, his axe way. Like, hey, how about we got an idea that we do? And then Paul Heyman's like, yeah, and he does it in a politically savvy way because, you know, <laughs> he's been doing it long enough, specifically with those personalities in WWE to know that uh, probably not to just shoot shit down. Like, this sucks. This is fucking stupid. Why would he do that? That gets counterproductive. That's not going to make any money. He probably does it in a, in a politician way. Um, Trav, you're absolutely right. He gets something out of it. Um, him and Roman, like I think he put out that last week that he feel like it's a match in heaven, and these boys both going into the Hall of Fame just off of their parents right now. And you can probably say that because what he's doing with Roman is something that you don't even see with Brock Lesnar. And, and at first with Brock, he had a hell of a run. Shoot, well, he had a hell Brock's of a run with Cena. You know, Brock's a show up, destroy, immovable kind of force has a different kind of aura about him. Uh, 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 Heyman, or, or, or Roman, obviously, is, is different. He's in there. He can be on TV week after week. He has personality for it. Uh, he can certainly wrestle more than twice a fucking year. And, you know, not going to have you doing that bullshit. The fact that we the fact that we feel like we do about Roman Reigns, cause we can never do that if he wasn't at every week or certainly, you know, three out of every four episode kind of acts. You know, was, you know, mm-hmm. not those kinds of di- this kind of dynamic storyline with Brock Because one, he just like, nah, yeah. I'm not putting, you know, probably wouldn't, like I'm showing up when, you know, I'm wrestling when you need, like, come on, you want me to be emotional and do this and stuff? like, come on. Yo, so, this is the perfect match. It's a match made in heaven. Like he said, this might be a Hall of Fame match <laughs> matchup that you can go with for a couple of years because there's so much stuff you can defer with this and everything. So it's hard. It, it, it's a it will be a great deep dive to look into. Wait, what like specifically that. is a Hall of Fame match? He said they're they're to um they're. Their union is considered a Hall of Fame union. Oh, you talking about Heyman and, uh, and Roman? Yeah, Heyman and Reigns together is like yeah, 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 yeah. the perfect match to put match up to put together. You could take this to the Hall of Fame. Gotcha. And you know some people say Paul Heyman is slime ball. Do they bring other folks into the fold? Do they do they bring Apollo Crews under under Damon Umbrella? Maybe a woman. Maybe a woman and one outsider. So if it's not Apollo Crews, um, who's the outsider guy and who's the woman that you could attach to? Who could use Damon's influence? I don't know the woman. Mm-hmm. I know people that go to the, somebody in their family, maybe um, maybe a Naomi, just because she married in and something, and, and, and you got to make her pay the respect too. 
Yeah, to, I, I um, not that. get into. Got to be careful with that. Got to be careful with that. Yeah, yeah, that's somebody else's wife. Uh, um, but um, the outsider, how they were telling the story, it could have been Kevin Owens because you, because how Roman was talking to him and telling him, man, I put food on your table. Just give up, man. Why you ain't giving up? <clears throat> and the ultimate give up is to make you um, bend the knee. And now you have like to um, serve Jay Uso wasn't giving up. Yeah. Got his ass whooped two title matches in a row. Because that you know, yeah. for somebody who say, um, no, no, um, you not to kill me. You know what? I bet better, better than killing you is not giving you death and making you have to bend the knee to me every day and making uh, you wish to death. Yeah. But, yeah. But that's all for me, man. I'm glad to have this little brief moment with y'all, man. Um, watch out for y'all state capitals or whatever, man, because these, um, these ain't Jeffroes going out there. These Karen and Dan's who going out there with uh, <laughs> Army Patrol. I heard it was, I heard it was, I heard it was Antifa's and, and left-wing, uh, left-wing mob. Can you get that on that? No. I heard it with lizard people and um and the, um that cabal of um I'll, people I'll who in like a cabal. Oh shit! See, see, that's why I can't even fucking uh. They make conspiracy. They give conspiracy theory. It's a bad fucking name, man. <laughs> Is it any fucking coincidence that about five, four or five years ago, I you know you stopped hearing from me. And if my my weirdo shit, like I'm not, I want to be even 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 halfway associated. Because you was like these niggas wild. Yeah, I was just interested <laughs> in some fucking in some monoliths and some ruins and shit over in Kazakhstan and some shit. And I have noticed that's kind of died down. Is that what it is? Yeah, yo, yo, everything's cute. Because every, my thing is, if everything everything is a conspiracy, then nothing is a conspiracy. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, every goddamn corner, everything time you look around is oh yeah, Illuminati this that, and then I'm like, oh, all right, then you know, so we seeing symbols I guess and the everything. The conspiracy like, is the conspiracy to make it seem like that there are no conspiracies. Yeah, ain't no like savior, they say yeah. the greatest the joke that the devil played was to make the world believe there was no devil. Yeah, but there is no devil. That's fucking stupid. I understand, so. but hey, it fits. It fits the moment every time. Yeah, well, I hate that. I hate that fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if so, fucking respect that man for getting us to, to, to not to think he didn't exist. You know, get that man's props. <laughs> what a Just what a talent. <laughs> Amazing. All right. On on that on that hell like you guys go, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you next time. All right, the Ralph from Georgia, everybody. We'll uh, go ahead and end things on that note. Uh, Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of content. Uh, but this hour and a half, almost uh, two hours, has uh, come to an end. Um, so, yeah, so that's it for the free free edition. You VIPers, uh, click over, and like I said, Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of content. Uh, we got some stuff to talk about. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, hit us up over here on the email if you want to contact us on the VIP. Uh, y'all know how to do it. I ain't got to explain. So, yeah, for Cam, I'm Trav. 
we out.